It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 7th of November, the 311th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are only 54 days left until 2022. That means it's already time to start thinking about your 2022 New Year resolutions for our annual New Year show. So put on your thinking caps, get out your pens, and send your 2022 resolutions right on in. Here's Laura Angela with the address. You can write to Susan at the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. Today I want to talk to you about something very difficult, female genital mutilation or FGM. FGM involves the partial or total removal of external female genitalia or other injuries to the female genital organs for non-medical reasons. More than 200 million girls and women alive today have been cut in 30 countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Asia, where FGM is concentrated. FGM is mostly carried out on young girls between infancy and age 15 and is on the United Nations list as a violation of the human rights of girls and women. I'm thinking of FGM these days because of the work of two artists, one a visual artist, one a musician, who are dealing with this very painful tradition in their art today. One is the Franco-Gabonese artist Owanto, who has a show up right now at the Paul-Éloire Art and History Museum in Saint-Denis, just north of Paris. Owanto adds flowers made from finely sculpted porcelain to old black and white photographs taken during the French colonial period, which depicted the practice turning an ugly act into something beautiful to begin a process of healing, of compassion, as my colleague Olia Horton wrote in her article, Gabonese artists uses flower power to tackle horrors of female genital mutilation. I'm also thinking about my neighbor, the singer and composer Rabi, who has written a song about the practice with Basile Netsika and Pierre Grillet. Rabbi told me she did not want to criticize, she did not want to judge, she just wanted to offer hope to the girls and women who suffer. She's written a song called Kazala, named after a region in Ethiopia where women are working very hard to educate women and men about this practice, which not only renders a girl less whole, but is dangerous, can lead to lifelong complications and sometimes death. As the German painter Gerhard Richter once said, art is the highest form of hope. 
And both artists, Owanta and Rabi, want to offer hope to their sisters. Let's listen to Rabi's song. Les femmes de Kazala parcourent l'Afrique pour se faire entendre. Souvent sous les offenses, lutter contre les pratiques de mutilation enracinée, de l'excision répétée. Kazala, written by Rabbi Basile Netsika and Pierre Grillet, and performed by Rabbi and Basile Netsika. Hello, I am Gulale Ismail from Aware Girls in Pakistan. You are listening to the Sound Kitchen on Radio France International. Today is the last day of Diwali, the festival of light, celebrated by Hindus, Jains, Sikhs, and some Buddhists. 
One of the most popular festivals of Hinduism, Diwali symbolizes the spiritual victory of light over darkness, good over evil, and knowledge over ignorance. I'm all for that. For all of you that celebrated, I trust you've had a wonderful five days. Everyone ready? I hope so, because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 2nd of October, I asked you a question about Germany, which had just held federal elections, which were closely watched as they were the end of the 16-year Angela Merkel era, Germany's chancellor since 2005 and Europe's de facto leader. I asked you to tell me the name of the party that won the September 26th elections, as well as the name of the person at the head of that party. The answer is, for the name of the party, it's the SPD. They are center-left social democrats. The head of the SPD is Olaf Scholz. If the SPD succeeds in putting together a coalition government, Olaf Scholz will become the country's next chancellor. They have until the 17th of December to come up with a coalition. Until then, Angela Merkel remains chancellor. And the winners are... Mrs. Nafisa Katun, who's the president of the RFI Mahila Shrota Senga Club in Hariharpara, India. Also from India, from Murshidabad, there's Muhammad Arosh, who's a member of the RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club. From Bangladesh, from the Shetu RFI Listeners Club in Naugaon, there's Salahin An Nahian. And from the Nilshagor RFI Fan Club in Nilfamari, Rabea Begum. Last but not least, RFI English listener Mervyn Kensington from Windhoek, Namibia. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. At the top of the show, I talked to you about the senseless practice of FGM, which deforms and often kills many young women. I referred to an article and video RFI English journalist Olya Horton produced about a visual artist's way to look at it. Accompanying the artworks are audio testimonies of FGM survivors. And that's your question. I want you to tell me the number of countries and the number of languages featured in the audio which accompanies the paintings. Again, Reread Olia's article, Gabonese Artist Uses Flower Power to Tackle Horrors of Female Genital Mutilation, and send in the answer to these two questions. Women from how many countries are heard in the audio testimonies, and in how many languages? I posted Olia's article on the Sound Kitchen and the RFI Club's pages to help you with the answer. You have until the 15th of November to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on November 20th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. 
I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby's cooking. Ready to get happy? Here's Olya. Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olia Horton from the RFI English team here. I hope you are well. What's on the menu this week, you ask? Have you ever heard of Zumba? I'm sure you have. You know, that aerobic dance craze that took off in gyms around the globe some years ago? Well, doing that sport makes me happy. I started back in 2013 and I got hooked. The word Zumba comes from the Spanish word Zumba, which means to buzz. Legend has it Zumba was created by Alberto Beto Perez, an aerobics instructor in Colombia, when he forgot his workout music for a class. He improvised with some salsa and merengue tapes he happened to have in his backpack, and the class was an instant hit. Why does this make me happy, you ask? Well, I think it's partly because my local gym has really cool, enthusiastic teachers who put a lot of energy into their classes. It's also because the really great music makes me feel like I'm going on a round-the-world trip. Also, there's nothing better to take your mind off everyday concerns, and you can burn calories at the same time. The dance steps in Zumba are inspired by a wide range of musical influences. Salsa, merengue, mambo, flamenco, cha-cha-cha, reggaeton, samba, hip-hop, tango. The list goes on. Although there's quite a bit of jumping around, Zumba allows for creativity and sensuality. And there's a mix of fast and slow songs, so you can catch your breath. Just this past week, we had a new teacher who specializes in dance techniques from North Africa. Lots of hips, belly and shoulders all vibrating to very fast hypnotic beats. It made us all laugh out aloud when we saw ourselves in the mirror sweating and wobbling. The teacher made it look so graceful and easy, but it's so much harder than it looks. I can recommend Zumba to anyone who needs a pick-me-up. What about you? Do you have a happy moment to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch with us through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. And when you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Olia Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. 
Thanks, Olya. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Jeremy Besset for mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about the percentage of French classrooms which have been closed because of COVID. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. Erwan is taking a break this week, so this week it's music from Susan. Since women controlling their destinies has played a large part in the show, I'll play you out with music from a woman who is controlling the music she plays. Music which traditional society says is only for men to play. That woman is Sonia Jobarte, and her instrument is the kora, which is a stringed instrument typically with 21 strings, played by plucking with the fingers. Its sound is somewhere between a lute and a harp, and it's one of the most important instruments belonging to the Manding peoples of the West African countries of the Gambia, Senegal, Mali, Guinea, and Guinea-Bissau. The kora belongs exclusively to griot families, who are a culture's veritable library. Griots are historians, storytellers, praise singers, poets, and musicians. They're a repository of oral tradition. Usually, only men who are born into griot families have the right to take up the instrument professionally. Sona Jobarte hails from a long West African tradition of griots and kora players, but she is a woman. But good on Sona Jobarte. She broke from the male-dominated kora tradition and has become the family's first female virtuoso of the instrument, and she's having a very good career. Here's a performance of the traditional Malian song, Jarabi. She's accompanied by Femi Temowo on guitar and percussionist Robert Forjour. Enjoy, and talk to you next week.
Thank you. 